Blog Talk Radio. show after a four-month absence. I know I've been sorely missed, and it's great to be back. <clears throat> thought I'd open up the show with the uh, patent theme there, one of the greatest movies ever, in my opinion. Okay. Excuse me. We have a lot to catch up on today, so let's dive right into it. Uh, we're going to be talking about a wide variety of issues today. We'll be touching on a certain political simulation game quite a bit. Uh, we will also uh, be discussing everyone's favorite topic, Barack Hussein Obama. So it should be should be good. Okay. <clears throat> now, in the four months since our last episode, uh, what has happened to this country? It's gone way, 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 way downhill. You know, in three and a half years, America as we know it is going to be fundamentally unrecognizable. That is scary. That is scary. And we're going to go on a lot tonight about what he's been doing the past few months, why Barack Hussein Obama is destroying this country, you know, speaking of uh, the Patton theme song that we had playing here, imagine what George Patton would think of someone like Barack Obama. Imagine that. The man is a disgrace. I'll tell you what, if he was that soldier, let me throw this out there, uh, if he was that soldier in uh, the infirmary in that famous incident where Patton slapped the soldier, uh, he's sent him to the front lines, and the guy ended up doing quite well there. If that were Obama, and of course he would never be in the military anyway, because he's too much of a wuss to do it. We all know that. But if that, were, that, if that was him, what would happen is simply he would run away. He's a coward. The man is pathetic. Okay. Well, we're going to be doing a lot of Obama ranting tonight. Uh, like I said, we're going to go into this political simulation as well. Why don't we take a call, uh, see what's going on with this caller. Uh, hello, we have a 616 number. You're on the air. Oh, for real? Yes, yes. Hey, AJ, what's up, man? Not much. What's up, my friend? 
Um, well, just a quick question. Um, it's something that's been bothering me, um, God, I'd say for months now. Um, well, actually, probably since January, since Obama got, uh, quote-unquote inaugurated, if you will. Um, and I guess the driving point behind my question would be why, why, in God's name, you're such a classic homosexual. That was hilarious. And I love how the left comes out here with their snide remarks, and they run off. Like this guy, he makes his remarks, and he just hangs up and goes away. You know what, sir? You, sir, are a coward. You leftists are cowards, and you never have anything intelligent to say. You result to name-calling and lies right off the bat to try and get your point across. That's all you people do. You have nothing smart to say. That's the whole basis of the leftist democratic government that we have in power now. You know? That's why they just did this whole sham with uh, Congressman Wilson, who's a great American, great patriot. Where they, you know, because we don't have any other important issues to take care of in this country. So what do we do? We pass a resolution of disapproval against him. Ooh, scary. Maybe we'll send him to the Speaker's office. And he can get detention there for being a bad, bad boy. Because you don't say anything against Barack Obama. He is the chosen one. And how dare you disrespect him by saying you lie out loud. Shame on you. And we can't tolerate that. Despite the fact that liberals said things far worse and far more disrespectful to a man who actually deserved that respect, President George W. Bush. But that's fine. You didn't hear a peep of complaining out of them for eight years when they were doing that stuff. Nothing. The nonsense that Harry Reid and his goons said, disrespecting our commander-in-chief, it's a sham. All right, let's take another caller. Hello, we have a secret number on the line. What's on your mind? Hey, AJ. This is Amon Nefer. (laughs) And... Yeah, listen to your show. It seems like a lot of BS. When do you have in the lulls? I'm just curious. <laughs> well, you would know a lot about that going to Gay Wiener University, I would imagine. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's a good one, too, wasn't it? Now, <clears throat> how are you stalking a Furman? Here's my question uh, to you, sir. Now, yep, you, have habit, you have a habit of sending me uh, gay porn. Now, do you like looking up this porn? You must actually go out of your way to find it in order to send it to me. <laughs> not you really. It's not that hard. For a while or, I think you enjoy it. No, not really. And it's not really that bothered by it. Besides, no. it's to annoy you. Hmm. Because, you know, when you think about it, why would somebody look at said gay porn and send it to someone else unless they had, you know, secret tendencies behind it. I think if you want to come out of the closet, you know, I'm not going to judge you for it. And I'd be proud. I'm wondering when are you going to do that. That's all I'm wondering. When are you going to do it? Uh, I'm sorry? I'm wondering when you are. I mean, you seem to hate them so much. Usually people that have a great hatred. Usually the people who express a great hatred of homosexuals are homosexuals themselves. That's all I'm saying. I'm not the one obsessed with it, buddy. You, you're the one who seems to love to look this stuff up. So, hey, you know, if, mm. if uh, that's, your, that's your cup of tea, you know, more power to you. 
Mm, no. It is. No. You know, hey, but, but, you know, enjoy it while you can, because once we ban <laughs> all that nonsense again in all 50 states, we're going to send you to the re-education camps, and you'll have your, uh, you'll have your just desserts there, buddy. That's nice, AJ. Anyway, good luck with your show. Keep them coming. Bye. I will. Thank you for that, uh, that delightful call. 347-308-8073 is the, is the number. Okay, uh, we're going to have plenty of good old Obama bashing tonight, too. I want to touch on, um, on this, this simulation of the game, this geopolitical uh, simulation game that we all know of, or at least a good portion of the audience tonight uh, knows of, and glad you're tuning in. Um, now, on this game, I play a, I want to say, a fairly accurate version of myself, although in an E fashion, uh, so to speak. And I'll tell you, I, I went to this game to try and escape from the horrible uh, world that Barack Hussein Obama has created for us. And instead, instead of that, you find that these leftists, they're all over the place. You can't even escape from them in cyberspace. And if anything, they're more vicious. It is It is just, I mean, you could say mind-boggling, but that wouldn't even, that wouldn't even describe it. Because you, how do you expect anything else from them? How do you expect any less from these people anymore? You don't. They have nothing better to do, nothing better to do whatsoever than try and screw with people who actually have smart ideas, people who actually stand for some principles, you know? And then maybe there's a few tolerant liberals out there, but they are few and far between. Because liberalism is fundamentally an issue of... Excuse me. It's a philosophy of intolerance. They're tolerant of everyone who agrees with them, and that's it. It doesn't matter if it's real or fake. Now, in this in this game, for instance, uh, anyone with Reagan conservative beliefs, anyone with real conservative values in the game, and all the issues aren't the same, but there are certain principles that stand through to the game. Um, for instance, these morons think that high taxes are a good thing. Let's all have high taxes and give our money to the government because that's the way the game mechanics work. You take the money from the people and you give it to the government. No. Liberals have that same argument in their life for their high taxes. You know? They never met a liberal who didn't need a tax they didn't like. It doesn't matter where it is, when it is. They love to tax the hell out of the people. And why? Because they're control freaks because they need to dominate everything. Anything short of that is unacceptable. Unacceptable. For instance, I created a party in this game, a true conservative party. Got a couple hundred members. And so what do they do? Because there's a loophole in the game which the developers haven't fixed in yet. 
they move in probably 150 or so, maybe more, voters from other parties, from leftist parties, to basically uh, PTO or politically take over my party. Therefore, forcing their views on other people. Now, the person who destroyed our party, what did he do? He spent about 20 minutes pretending to be the party president. Then he took off and let it die off, and all the active members pretty much dissipated after that. The vicious, undemocratic tactics that these leftists use, regardless of where it is, whether it's real or not, they can't just relax. They have to push everything on you. And that just proves that even if it's a game, they'll stop at nothing. All right, let's go back to the phones. Uh, 434 number. You are on the AJ Bruno show. Hello. Hey, AJ, how's it going? You're all right. How's it going with you? All right, so I was actually wondering um, how you're making all these uh, comparisons between the game mechanics in the Republic and sort of real-life conservative, liberal sort of views. Um, mm-hmm. Because because it seems like, uh, and I'm going to full disclosure, uh, I'm an independent, but I supported Barack Obama in the last election. Ooh. From where I'm looking at uh, at the game mechanics in the Republic, it seems like you have absolutely nothing to argue with. The taxes, the taxes in the United States may be a little teeny bit higher than other countries, but you know where they're funding? Like 90% for the military. And if I remember correctly, one of the big things in the Republican Party is support of the military. Um, go to another major thing, like gun control, right? The government in the Republic actually really supports buying guns and providing them to citizens to go and fight, which is it's the opposite of, uh, of what uh, liberals in the United States uh, are, according to the conservative people, uh, supporting. So mm-hmm. unlimited gun access, uh, full funding for the military, uh, relatively uh, smaller government otherwise, otherwise in the military and uh, teaching new people how to play the game I'm wondering what your issue is. Okay, the same principles carry over. I've made this I've made this argument time and time again. Look at our enemies in this game. Now, our enemies have considerably lower taxes, taxes and considerably stronger militaries. Now, is that just by coincidence? No. The people who are in power, just like in real life, have this idea that you need higher taxes to have a stronger country. You need to take more from the people to have a stronger country, and that's the philosophy of control, that's what communists believe, that's what socialists believe, and it's a fundamentally un-American philosophy. And how you can stand out there and defend that, considering you're someone who supported Barack Obama, that doesn't surprise me. And I'm sure you approve okay. of what he's doing okay. now. Barack Obama is a communist to start off with, um, so that's, that's not accurate. And actually, if you look at these other countries, like uh, Indonesia and Hungary, a lot of them are run off of a lot more uh, central control sort of... Um, ideas that would go along with the, uh, the idea of um, communism, that sort of thing. They have a lot of, uh, a lot of those things in, involved in that country. That's why the taxes are low, because a lot of people work for like, the $1 minimum wage and get their stuff sent to them by donation uh, to avoid the taxes, and a lot of those things are run by the government. The United States people have a lot more freedom in the, the e United States um, than, uh, than uh, these other countries anyway. 
So again, I don't I don't really understand uh, what your argument is. The the fact that game mechanics somehow allow for left and right because like, I I don't see anything that the that the Republican Party and the and the Democratic Party in real life differ over that you have in your republic with the exception of taxes. And for the taxes, 100% of it goes to fund the military, which is a, a really strong point of the conservative party, uh, are to, to fund the military. Yeah, well, you have taxes, you have national security, uh, you have a number of issues along those lines. Uh, certainly social issues aren't relevant, but, you know, the, the same philosophies still do apply. All right, thank you for your call. Uh, why don't we move on to another caller? Uh, Go Bucks. Go Bucks is on the line. How are you? Hello, sir. Hello. Can Hello. you hear me? Yes, yes. Welcome to the show. All right, good. Thank you. I'm a little Hello? confused as to why you uh, use real life philosophy on the game. Real life, you know, let's go. Why don't we bring in, okay, let's have both of you on here now. Okay, I'm putting both of these callers on here now. They seem to have the same sort of points. Now, you're both saying that I use real life philosophies in the game because some of the real life philosophies apply in the game. That's the whole point. Now, certainly there's certain differences, but these are universal principles. Strong government control, dominance over the people, control of the people's money, their lives. That is never good. And it applies in the game, too. How not clear is that? Through the game, I can control your life? No, you can control my e-life. Why don't we have policies that mimic that of our enemies or that of our successful allies, and see how that works out. Try that for a month or two. If you do that, it'll work, just like in real life. We saw how uh, the country thrived under conservative like Reagan. Then we see under idiots like Obama and uh, Carter how everything just falls apart and collapses, and it takes half a generation to even remotely repair it. And you say that these same failed policies belong in the game too. Because people are going to want to play if you take away huge chunks of their money. How does that work at all? Please, enlighten me. No. Don't want to enlighten me? Okay. Uh, why don't we move on to another caller? Uh, we have a 111 here on the line. Caller, you're on the air. Uh, going once, going twice, and gone, okay? Uh, let's move on to another call, I guess. Let's see. Another, hello. Hello? Hello, yes. Welcome to the show. Do it, Max, bitch. Oh, this is too much fun. All right, let's get another call. We have a 224 number on the line. How's it going? Uh, hi, yeah, this is the uh, the guy that you insulted earlier. Um, and which guy would that be? I just wanted to say that, uh, you know, you say that I was uh, in that, or I made the party inactive, but I think that's quite inaccurate. I'd like to hear uh, what your reasoning behind that is. Well, Matos 5, I'm glad you called. Uh, you made the party inactive. Let's see. Uh, first, you railroaded me and my conservative grassroots supporters. Um, 
for your own personal reasons, essentially. You alienate a huge portion of the party. You cause a huge split, which crippled the party temporarily. And then, of course, you were all thrilled to try and take back my supporters after that party was PTO'd. And you tried to exclude a huge portion of the voter base from your, from your party. That's why you are on the precipice of defeat right now, because a huge chunk of the party is upset with you the way you have accomplished nothing, the way you treat your opponents. You don't want any opposition. And anyone who opposes you is apparently a multi of me, because nobody else will stand up to Matto's five except for me. You know, how, why don't you defend yourself to the listeners here today? You claim to be a conservative, even if it's in, in e-politics. How is a conservative to silence the opposition, to rule as a tyrant, to hoard power, and to bring in loads of outside voters, which you can only do in the game, fortunately, to try and give the impression that the party wanted you in? If it was only members who voted when I was up against you, you would have lost by 20 points, and yet you won by a fluke. Why don't you right. explain yourself? Well, uh, first of all, um, back when you were in the party, uh, you you say that uh, I caused this major split. I didn't cause any major split. Um, I was doing my job. Uh, you, on the other hand, you weren't you weren't doing your job, and uh, that's why I ended up having to fire you from the job you had. Really, and and how? Tell me, how was I not doing my job? I did everything you asked me to do. Uh, meanwhile, you could you. I love how you invent imaginary positions, like uh, a security chief, someone to sit in your chat room and uh, see if anyone's causing trouble. That's that's a position. Uh, you know, your leadership has just been pathetic, at least. What your your crowning achievement is, you won half a dozen seats when there was a basically uncontested congressional election. Besides for that, you have done nothing. You have led the party to the verge of collapse. You have silenced your opponents. And you call yourself a conservative? You think you think Ronald Reagan would approve of the way you're conducting yourself? You know, what if you use those tactics in the real-life Republican Party? Is that appropriate? All right. First of all, E-Republic uh, e is a game. It's not real life. So you don't do the same things you would in a game that you would do in real life. First of all, I've done many things for the party. I've created a new website. I've brought in new businesses. I've helped give back to the government. Something that you just you you've never done it. All you've done is created problem after problem, people having to come and solve up and uh, clean up your mess. I mean, it, I've actually done things. I was doing my job. I was doing what I was voted in into the uh, the role, the office I was given. I appointed you to the job that uh, you were given, and you didn't do anything other than come into the chat room and insult people. That's all I ever heard about you. I never heard, heard good things. It was always, he insulted me on this, and he called people this and that, and he's racist and this and the other thing. Well, and I'm tired of hearing it. So, you know, uh, you have to do something eventually. I can't, I can't just let people keep coming to me, telling me that here's this guy who doesn't even have a real job because he doesn't even do anything, and he's here insulting Everybody t uh, telling us that he's on a higher level than we are, and he doesn't even do anything. So, 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 uh, really, Matt. Now, last time I checked, I legitimately convinced the majority of the party members to uh, support me for country president. Yet, you had no intention of ever nominating me, and you blackmailed me and, multi and lied to me multiple times about that. And that that that's excusable conduct that was coming from you. 
Are you going to deny that you threatened me several times and that you accused me of cheating with no proof whatsoever except for the fact that it appeared that somebody falsified a handful of votes? And then you put the blame on me, a convenient scapegoat to try and edge out a political opponent and someone who disapproved of your leadership. How do you defend that? All right. First of all, I never said that you cheated. I said someone cheated. It could have been Gaius, for all I know. It could have been Dodger Catcher, for all I know. It could have been you. I don't know. But somebody cheated. And that in itself was a reason to redo the primary. And I wasn't going to allow, you know, uh, any sort of meddling with our election system to get in the way of a true democracy like that. So, yes, I held another one. And you didn't keep – I told you, I even remember writing it to you, that any article that was to ever be posted by your newspaper would be at least read or approved by me. When I read the numerous articles that came out after I said that, that were about your campaign and insulting gayists, and uh, I just didn't put up with that. So, hey, you wanted to, you wanted a deal to be in the primary, and you broke it. So, well, you know what, Matt? You, you want to be a tyrant. You want to go about like that. You know what? Barring the fact that you try and PTO another one of your uh, opponents, which, by the way, is not me. It's not my multi, Matthew. You know, barring that, you're going down tonight, like you deserve to. You're a tyrant, and tyrants have to go. Thanks for calling. Uh, let's go on to another caller. Uh, we have one on the line here. 515 number. Hello. Hey, am I on the air? You are. How's it going? Fuck. Thank you for that. Okay. Uh, let's move on to a 434. You're on the AJ Bruno Show. What's going on? Uh, one second. Some technical issues. There we go. Yes, you're on the show. How's it going? Hey, it's uh, it's me again. How are you doing? Well, me again. I, I'm fine. Hey, uh, actually, um, I was just doing. I need you to kill your your uh, stream right now. You need me to watch. Are you still there, AJ? I am there. Yes. All right. Excellent. Uh, can you turn off whatever you have in the background there? So actually, uh, who I have on the line right now is an economic genius in the United States, um, and he's streaming your show right now, and I'm trying to get him to turn that off so there's no echo. Uh, Jewett is on the line. He's a nonpartisan economic advisor. Is he, uh, is he, is he waiting in the queue? Uh, yes, he is. Uh, okay. Uh, is he a 614? Jewett, can you hear me right now? Well, let me let me get, let me get you on the line here. Is he waiting on my switchboard? I'm sorry, say that again. Is Jewett on the switchboard? Yes. Uh, no, 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 he's not on your switchboard. He's on Skype with me right now. Hold on. Jewett, just okay. close the switchboard yeah. in the screen. Uh, I don't have a phone. Then why do I hear it? I don't know. Why do I hear it? Um, all right. Why don't you Why don't you have Jewett call up the show? We can't really hear him. We'll put okay. you on the phone. I got it fixed. I apologize. That was my computer the whole time. Okay, Stuart, are you here? Yeah, I can hear. Okay, really cool. You're on the air with uh, with AJ. Oh, hello, AJ. Yes, welcome to the show. All right, this is working now. Uh, so, Stuart, we were arguing earlier about the fact that, uh, or about whether it was a fact that real-life left and right politics can be uh, used in your public. 
and mainly where they can be used in uh, the government's economic policy. Um, what do you have to say about that? Uh, what about the government's economic policy? I can hear you. Hello. I can really hear uh, AJ that well. Okay, hold on. I'm going to put you guys on hold here. Uh, have Jewett call up because we, we can't really hear him right now. We're going to go on another call for now, but uh, let me know when he's back online. We'll, we'll get you guys on the air. Okay, uh, we have another secret number here, uh, 111. Hello. Hello. No. Hello? Okay. Oh. Hello. Okay, I think I just hung up on that call. All right, call back caller. Sorry about that. Uh, the switchboards are going off the hook here. Okay. Uh, 614, hello. Welcome to the show. Hi, AJ. This is Andrax2000. Oh, and nice, nice to have you on the on the show, buddy. We've we've talked a few times. Um, I'm the one who always yeah. likes to give you little mechanics quizzes. I just want to know: um, Do you think that it's important for a a party president to have a deep understanding of the game mechanics? Hmm. Yes, it is. It is important. Um, I, I I would hope that a party president of a major party would have that sort of understanding, but also to go along with understanding game mechanics, uh, you need to understand how to run a party, because if you don't have leadership abilities, and this goes in any aspect of life, whether it's e-life or real life, you got to be a leader to have that sort of responsibility. I mean, if you're controlling hundreds of people, even in a in a game setting, it's good practice, and you got to have the skills to do it, and uh, someone like, like Matos 5 doesn't have those skills. Okay. But when you were running for party president um, of the conservative victory party, yeah. you you kind of lacked the necessary game mechanic skills. Have you been brushing up on those, getting a little better? <laughs> I'm always uh, improving myself. So, yes, you know, when you go through, you learn uh, more about that. Okay. Uh, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't attribute obviously my loss to that. Clearly, there was uh, a few disgruntled uh, people who decided to cast their ballots in our party, and you know that's unfortunate because while I agree with you that the most knowledgeable, capable person should be the party president, it's really sad that people can't just mind their own business and they have to go and interfere with other people's rights, and then they they say that they're Americans. Well, it doesn't matter if you're doing this in real life or in e life. If you're violating someone else's right to choose their own leaders, their own organization, not very democratic. Well, I definitely agree with you there, and there was definitely some foul play going on during those elections. But um, do you play any other games other than E-Republic, things that are not social simulators? Any shooters or anything like that? You know, I do, I do. Um, let's see. Recently, I was playing the Batman game a lot, Empire Total War. Now, that's a good game. Empire Total War is a good one. You know, these strategy games, and that's another way to plan out, uh, you know, whether or not you're planning world domination or just a good way to think uh, in broader terms. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think we can take an analogy from playing, especially first-person shooters. I like to play Counter-Strike. It's a very popular game. When I joined the server, I let it randomly put me on the terrorist team or the counter-terrorist team. 
And in real life, I would never be a terrorist and go bomb a building. But when I'm playing the game, that's my goal. And I try to achieve my goal within the mechanics of the game. I think one thing that is unique about eRepublic is that we have a lot of players who don't seem to understand that this game has mechanics and that people will do things within the mechanics of the game without any sort of moral need to act a certain way. Mm-hmm. Because it is a game. Just like you want to, in, in real life, go and bomb a building, but you would if you're on the terrorist team in Counter-Strike. That's, that's you, uh, in real life, want to ballot stuff or do a political takeover. But you may, because that is one of the intriguing aspects of the game, is that this is a mechanic, which is completely possible due to the emergent nature of the roles of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a good point. The problem with that, though, is that sometimes people have, uh, you know, hypocritical, conflicting ways they go about things. And, you know, pick one. You want to be the villain, you want to be the hero. It's uh, one way or the other. But, hey, uh, thanks for calling. Uh, always good to do it. All right. Glad to have you on the show. All right. Uh, let's move on. We have a 515 number. Hello. You're on the show. Hey, AJ. How's it going? Good. How's it going? Uh, I've been hearing rumors that uh, you are going to be moving to E-Australia in the near future. Ooh, rumors. I also heard that I'm uh, planning uh, a secret operation in Colombia. Well, see, see, I was, I'm was i curious about it, whether you're moving to E-Australia, because I was going to try and get Jack Flufferton to move there, too. As I'm, I'm a Flufferton, I'm a follower of Fluffertonism. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of us. Yeah, I, I, prefer, so, uh, I prefer my personal... We want you to be our holy flamer. Is that right? Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank with you your with your Ia hubby Jack Lufferton. All right. That's that's fabulous. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, moving on. Let's go to another secret caller here. One 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 number. Hello. Hello. Oh, yes, you're on the air. Inez Schumacher for the win. And vote Philip Francis Xavier Esquire, bitch. Okay, speaking of uh, gays, uh, sounds like he's been uh, <clears throat> beating the drumsticks, so to speak. Okay, uh, let's have another call. 501, you're on the AJ Bruno Show. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the program. Yeah. You may know me. This is uh, Daniel C.D. Hello, Daniel. Yeah, I was just want to reference to an earlier conversation we were having. Um, I said I wouldn't fuck with your shit if you wouldn't fuck with mine, and you said no. Why is that? Ooh, ooh, oh, language, language. This is a family program. Okay. Uh, I'm now. sorry. <laughs> I just okay. want to know, because, I mean, like, why, why you got to mess with the libs, bro? I am not going to mess with the libs. Um, you aren't? I, <clears throat> I am not going to mess with the libs, no. Although, no, I must... Yes, I, I do promise. Me. I do promise. You I'll promise me. You guys don't mess with me, I won't mess with you. Let's all have our own uh, our own manifest destiny. So also, uh, don't you think it's a little hypocritical that you talk about uh, not messing with other parties when you poach? 
Uh, see, okay, the thing with poaching, now, you're not in a wildlife reserve, which I would know being a... Oh, I beg to differ. There's a lot of wild people out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I could say that I could say that uh, Matos Five and your father were pretty wild last night. Ooh. Uh, ouch. Ooh. Ouch. Yeah. How's it feel that those elephants keep getting shot up? <laughs> uh, yes. Well, the uh, I don't. I I, don't I truly regret the loss of your parents. I truly. Ooh, ooh, yes. Yeah. So I was I was sad to hear that your your parents were harpooned uh, the other day. Also, I'd like to say I'm a a staunch liberal, which means I'm a 100% affirmed baby killer. And uh, I'd like to say that I will be happy to kill the baby of the woman you raped. That's really, 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 really in very poor taste. You know, you should be ashamed of yourself for saying something like that. You know, people make jokes about something. When I'm when I'm making a joke about uh, certain callers' questionable preferences, that's one thing. But you're making a joke about one of the greatest crimes in the history of mankind, and that is absolutely disgraceful, sir. And you ought to be ashamed of yourself. We should pass a resolution of disapproval on what you just said. That is disgusting. And that is a despicable remark. Shame on you, sir. Shame on you. Also, considering that was an Arkansas number, I don't think that was Daniel's. But maybe he's an Arkansas now. Who knows? Maybe he's down there with all the hillbillies in Arkansas. They are talking like this. Perhaps they're inbreeding with all their families. Perhaps he's about to marry his first cousin to some. Okay. Anyway. <clears throat> Uh, where were we? Yes, let's move on to our caller. Five one two. Oh, hold on. Sorry, hold on to that thought. Five one two. I promised uh, the two guys from before we'd bring them on together. We'll get to the rest of the callers in a little bit. So we got Jewett and his partner in crime. You're both on. Hello. Hey, is Jewett on? He is. You're both on the here. All right, Jewett. Yeah, I don't hear Jewett right now. <clears throat> okay. Uh, some mic issues, apparently. So get that mic turned on, Jewett. We'll go back to you in a second. Let's go back to 512. You're on the air. Hello. Hello? Yes, welcome. Hi, uh, this is Harry Michelson. You probably don't know me. I was want to say hi to all the people in the USA chat, first of all. I know they're listening in pretty uh, heavily right now. But um, anyway, you know, I'm a really strong supporter of all the things you say here. You know, you don't see that a lot. And, uh, you know, I can help but hear you talk about Reagan a lot. Hello? Yeah, yes. Reagan and, is a personal and, uh, hero. Yeah, I, I, uh, I kind of get that. And I was just wondering, some of the guys in the USA chat were wondering, too, uh, how do you feel about you, about you giving out rim jobs? And I said, well, you yeah. uh, Wow. That that joke was not funny a few months ago. Okay. Um, <clears throat> well, I don't know. Why don't you go give one to your hubby? Let me know how it goes. Okay. Thanks for that. All right. Uh, so another call. Hello. You're on the AJ Bruno show. Five one five. Hello. 
Hey, uh, first I'd like to give a uh, quick shout out to Amon Neffer. Uh, he's, he's in the uh, log chat right now. Uh, second off, um, how do you feel about a blast of wind from Howard Stern's asshole? A blast of wind from what? Uh, Howard Stern's asshole. Uh, apparently, you get that quite a bit to your face. Um, well, I don't listen to that garbage, but if you if you like that, well, that's your prerogative. Another Rakitin run by the left. I gotta love these liberals. Like I said, it's such a perfect analogy between real life and e-life. They act in the same way. They come out there with their remarks that they think is somehow funny and cute, and it's neither. It's just stupid, and it shows their lack of intelligence. They have no legit arguments for anything they say, so they go out there and think they're all cool. Newsflash, you're not cool. You're a bit of a nuisance. Funny to laugh at at times. Um, annoying at others. And, you know, that's why we like to laugh at you. Crazy radical left. Okay. All right. Um, oh, we have uh, a liberal fag on the line here. Hello, liberal fag. Hi, AJ. Can you hear me? I can hear you, Mr. Fag. Welcome. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much for having me on the show, first of all. I, I'm a big fan of yours, and I apologize on behalf of everyone coming on the show and you know making fools of themselves. First of all, I just want to get that out of the way. I'm sorry about that. Oh, that's uh, no problem. Okay. Um, I guess I wanted to start off by saying uh, I would really love to get a room job from you if you could just give me one. Is that cool? You truly are a liberal fag, sir. I will give you that. I will give you that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, you got to love these radical leftists. They're fun to laugh at, though. They're enjoyable to laugh at. What can he say? All right. We have a secret number on the line here. Hello? Secret number? Hello? Or not? Okay. Um, anyway. Why don't we check in to see if we can get there. Is he on the line? No, he's not. Okay. All right. Uh, keep trying to get Jewett on the line on a working line here. Freeway call going. In the meantime, why don't we revert back to my uh, Barack Obama rants. It's always nice to go after Obama. Now, Barack Hussein Obama, why don't we touch on, you know, it's, it's not an issue that I really fired up on. It was really quite boring issue. Um, this whole matter of universal health care. Now, anyone who thinks this is a good idea is really not educated on it. And I would go far worse than you lie at him because he's a liar. He lies about everything. Okay, first of all, it's about uh, 12, 13 million uninsured when you take out the illegals who shouldn't be here anyway and who would get care anyway, despite the fact that they're illegals, which, no. Um, and you take out the people who choose not to have it. <clears throat> and 
And now they're talking about some compromise bill. Um, instead of having government-run universal health care, which is a really retarded idea, instead of having that, um, what instead you do is you fine people for not having it. That's, that's real democratic of you. Let's fine people for that. Okay, I, I think we have... Let me see if this is who I think it is. If it's not, we'll go right back to this. Hello. There's a secret number. Is this who I think it is? Yes. How you doing? Okay. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, I have a I have a question. Sure. Um, my question is, why is it why is it that um, conservatives oppose? Why do you conservatives oppose oppose a lot of things the president does? Well, I oppose what he does because what he's doing is un-American and wrong. Uh, Government-mandated health care, cap and tax to go after this whole global warming scam, which is what it is, and to basically tax people for it. When he promised he wouldn't raise taxes on <clears throat> anyone making under 250 and he's going to probably break that promise. He's already showing signs of that. Um, he's broken his promises on pretty much everything. What is he telling the truth about? This is a radical president. And then people try and turn it into a race thing, which it's not. I would be proud to have a President Alan Keyes, for instance. I want someone who advocates conservative principles, someone who's out there fighting for America. This guy runs around the world apologizing for this country. Now, are you proud of a commander-in-chief who apologizes and begs for forgiveness instead of talking about what America's done for the world and acts like we're the villain? Is that something we should be proud of and back up? Someone who has a laundry list of radical... Uh, association that is so long. Well, yeah, you know? yeah, because he's repairing our image. I don't think he's um, going around the earth apologizing. I mean, I think I think as conservatives, you guys have really lost your way because you guys will always want to go to war so carelessly. And I think that he should because Bush has destro- basically destroyed our image. And I'm not making this a Bush thing, but this is, that's just how I feel about it. He has basically destroyed our image. You can't have you have you ever been to other countries? They really hate Americans because of the entire Iraq thing. Who cares what other countries think? First of all, it's not all of them. You have Second to care. All, no, no, who cares? No, 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 no. This country was attacked on September 11th. The Islamic Jihadists declared war on us. We went out there and we fought the enemy. You take the fight to the enemy. You don't sit around and wait to be attacked again. How many 9-11s does it take? Does it take a nuclear weapon with 3 million dead? Does it take some biological agent where they engineer to kill tens of millions? What does it take before people like you get the idea that we live in a dangerous world? And in a dangerous world, we cannot simply sit around and wait to be attacked. We have to defend ourselves. We have to defend our country. And if we don't, then we'll fade away into history. And what, gonna... what is it what? And I was gonna say, what is it gonna take for people for people well, I mean I mean I mean I mean come on, come with the logic here. If we since we got attacked, why didn't Mr. Bush close up the two borders ASAP? Last time I checked, terrorists wasn't just in the Middle East now. You got some here, you got some um in Mexico, I'm pretty sure you got some Canada I mean you got them everywhere. They are everywhere on the planet. So why would he not just close up the borders ASAP? He kept New York City on lockdown. He kept everywhere else up north up lockdown. Why not the borders? See, that's where it makes no sense to me. 
And if we got and and and, and my, my other point is, at first we were going after Osama, but yet he it came to a point where he just completely ignored Osama and he went after um, yeah Osama and he went after um, the Saddam Hussein, which makes no sense to me. Now why do that? Oh, excuse me. Hold on. It does. It does make sense. I think that's not supposed to do that according to the Constitution. The Constitution also says that the Commander in Chief has a responsibility to defend this country. That is his responsibility. And we went after Al Qaeda and and Osama bin Laden. Osama bin Laden is hiding in some cave somewhere. While it's important to get him, it's not the be-all and end-all. Iraq was because 17 resolutions, 12 years, he was a threat. We found proof that he had weapons of mass destruction. The man deserved to be brought to justice. Just same as two dozen other tyrants and war criminals who run countries around the world. Unfortunately, we can't and we shouldn't have to be the world's police. But other countries got to stand up and do their part. Because right now it's a repeat of the early 1930s. And that's where you got the nut job Ahmadinejad running around now. And we just simply can't have it. So you need to re-examine the way you're looking at things. This president is dangerously weak, and he's leading us into a very dark road where America's going to fall down in an abyss if we don't stand up and stop him. One way or another, this president has to be stopped. Okay. Now, I think we have Jew on the line here. Uh, let's see if this works now. Hopefully it does. Okay. Uh, we got you both on the line. Can you can you talk? Um, can you hear me? I can. That's a lot better. Great. Awesome. Great. Awesome. Okay. Uh, why don't we get back to what we were discussing earlier? So go ahead. Okay. Well, um, earlier you were talking about game mechanics and all that other good stuff, and um, I've been told that uh, I'm the person to talk to for things like that, and they asked me to come on this show. So I guess your fans or listeners want me to come on here and talk to you about them. Sure, sure. Now, okay. Uh, me, uh, where am I mistaken on game mechanics? Um, well, I'm not exactly sure. To be honest, I haven't really followed you as uh, passionately as uh, some others have. Um, but I noticed that you keep talking about lowering taxes and um, all that good stuff, and you keep talking about how we're taking money from the worker and that slows down our economy. Um, is there any numerical basing to this that you're basing your argument off of? Yes, I'm basing my argument on the facts because the facts are that this e country is a lot weaker than it could be. When it, when it could be now, you might know more about the economics in the game, but it seems pretty simple to me that if something isn't going quite right, quite right, do what others are doing that is working for them. Why not fundamentally shift the way we go about our economic policies? And make a change and see if it works out. No one wants to do this. People want to stick with the status quo. I don't understand why. I, when I ran for each president, I threw out different solutions, different plans. And, you know, what, what happened after that? We elected a low-life criminal instead who just did the same thing that everyone else was doing. doesn't make sense to me. Hey, sir. Sorry to interrupt, but I'm back now. I was taking the trash out when you picked up. Oh, great. Yeah, Welcome that back. was Wahoo, by the way. But um, anyways, uh, you were saying that uh, it wasn't working. Um, I don't see how you see that. Our economy is actually the strongest, had the most income, 
and we had more purchasing power during the time of the 20% income tax and variable uh, VAT taxes than we have ever had. Um, well, if you don't mind me asking, when did you actually join the gang? Me? I joined April 29th. Okay. Um, well, then you weren't here for the uh, CTPA taxes, which were uh, 10% income tax and even fewer VAT taxes. And... Um, Quite frankly, our economy was laughable. Um, our citizens were no better off than they were at any other time. Our citizens actually, you know, as I said before, had stronger purchasing power under the 20% income tax. Um, it all boils down to perceptions of the game mechanics that Laffer curve is the essential theory that you have to look at, which is where if we tax too much, it prevents economic growth. Um, we found the Laffer curve, or at least we think we have. Um, it's nowhere near 20%. But um, every single time we've had lower taxation, um, our, our economy has not been any different than the 20%. The only difference is, is that our purchasing power was weaker with fewer taxes. And on top of that, you know, with all the USD that was floating around in the market, uh, with our lower purchasing power, we also had weaker uh, militant structure. We weren't able to buy as much weapons, gold packs, whatever was needed to fuel our defense. And just all around, our economy was in shambles until the uh, PANEC yeah, taxes, which are the 20% income. And I just, I've never seen any supportive evidence endorsing anything below that. But when you tax people so ridiculously, that drives up costs of industry and that drives them out of the country and that costs us money overall. So, you know, you got to look at it that way because when you're making Businesses have to pay more. They're not going to want to stay. They're going to want to go off to East Spain where they're paying 5% uh, income taxes. That's a huge difference. Can I get in here really quick uh, uh, to, res to respond to that? Um, so yeah, as, sure. we've seen, as we've seen in this war, uh, there are so many people in the United States that won't even leave their home state for Quality 5 hospital region. Why would they leave their country to go to some place for the income tax only 10% less. Like your your uh, argument makes no sense in the game mechanics and in the realistic view of the population. I I don't understand that. So you're saying that by having 20% income tax instead of 10, uh, that people are going to be much more likely to leave the country for somewhere else with lower taxes. Is that your argument? Yep. Yes, I've seen that a lot. I've seen a lot of people say, hey, I'm going off to Spain, got a great job there, taxes are much lower, better economy. Why don't we have right. any other day? So, so in the last three weeks when the United States has had less than 10 regions, yeah, people have left for jobs because jobs don't exist in the U.S. right now because we got invaded and lost a lot of our regions to Russia and Indonesia. However, in the year and a half that the Republic existed before the U.S. was invaded, there were citizens who lived for months and even, a, even uh, a year, maybe, in a region because they lived there in real life. And they did not want to move to a region like Florida is now or New Jersey or Kansas were before with a Quality 5 hospital because they didn't understand what was going on. Why would those people, with such loyalty to their home state, leave their entire home country just for a, a few pennies left every day from their employer? <clears throat> well, why aren't they returning? A lot of them haven't come back yet. Which people are, are we talking about? Just in general, I've seen a lot of people who have done that. But look, the, the fundamental point is 
you know, you can't. What do you, do you think? A twenty percent rate is an appropriate rate for for peacetime? Mm-hmm. And well, just because the United States homeland is not under assault, doesn't not necessarily make it peacetime. I can tell you that back in June, when I was with the U.S. Airborne, who I'm still with right now, and I want to give a shout out to all those guys. Anyway, when I was with them in June, we traveled to our uh, ally Greece, which was occupied by Turkey. Uh, the U.S. had nothing going on except for the uh, elections of uh, Scrabman, many, many of them. Uh, but we took our military funds and went to free an ally, Greece, which turned out bring um, the high re- the high iron region in central Greece, which in hindsight was the most excellent move we could have made because once uh, Spain was taken over and lost their iron, that was the only source of allied iron we had. Uh, so in the Republic, there's really no such thing as peacetime because someone is always at war, and we need our soldiers to be the best and brightest and strongest possible, and so we need to invest the money that we collect from the taxpayers uh, into those people. And so uh, I would argue that there is no peacetime in the Republic, and 20% is a good tax rate because it brings in enough money to fund the entire military to act uh, effectively while it still does not tax too much. If you look at uh, real-life tax rates, which apparently you like to uh, equivocate this game to real life, a lot of people pay much more than 20% when you break it down to state, federal, and local taxes. So 20% uh, in in that regard is a very low number. For every $5 you make, you get to keep four. uh, And you can make $5 after pretty much uh, two weeks in this game uh, and... With $5, you can buy food and a weapon every other day, and you've been playing for only two weeks, and you can barely even fight. So that's a really great deal. You asked about the first two weeks when you can't afford anything? Well, the federal government has programs to help people like that. Uh, And, yes, they're only for people who are supposed to be here. There are no such things as illegal immigrants in the Republic. (laughs) Uh, I I think the big problem with that is there's so much – there's a lot of corruption in the in the EUS. You just saw uh, one of my major nemesis, uh, James Pfeiffer, was permaban for uh, having multiple accounts, and he was offering to fund resistance wars and stuff. So a lot of this, these finances are coming from skeptical, sketchy places. And if you don't clean up this sort of corruption, well, then some money's going to be wasted. That's a big problem, too. Did I understand you to say that the, the financial information that the federal government has and where we're using it is uh, shady and sketchy places? Well, when, when they were going to accept gold to finance a resistance war from uh, James Pfeiffer, who was a permaband e-convict, yeah, that's very sketchy. Um, but then again, that was during the administration of uh, someone who is a real-life criminal. So, you know, that's the kind of people who are in power. Of course, money's going to be wasted, and that's why we need these high tax rates. Okay. Uh, Jewett, are you still here on the line? Yes, I am. Do you know of any funding that we are currently receiving or sending out to any uh, shady places or untrustworthy people? Um, uh, re- repeat that again. My uh, earphones keep skipping a little bit. Okay. So... So um, right now, you are you are really involved in the U.S. federal budget right now. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Do you know of any funding 
that is being accepted from or being donated to people with who are with a, a sketchy backgrounds or are, are uh, shady people who we shouldn't be giving money to? Uh, absolutely not. The uh, actual only individuals that get money are personalized tanks, which have been in our service for well over five months at best. And uh, the majority of our funds go directly to department organizations. And from there, they go to military personnel, which have been trusted with our arms, with our tickets, and whatever else we need to supply them. Sure. And are we really giving any money to uh, any organizations other than the military to defend what's left of our country or to um, the Meals on Wheels program for new citizens? Um, to my knowledge, and I see about 99.9% .9 of everything that comes through that treasury, nothing leaves the country pretty much except for MPP renewal through Congress, and that's about it, actually. Okay. So uh, there you go, AJ. We're not spending money in shady places. That was, uh, the, as you know, the Vice President of the United States right now and leading uh, economic genius for uh, months on end. Oh, that, oh, yes. Well, Jewett, maybe you should tell the uh, president, who will never be elected in his own right because he isn't very popular, but he didn't realize that, um, maybe you should tell him that he should be more focused on uh, getting the country on track and less focused on the first thing he does, sending me uh, messages bragging about it. Um, you know, kind of not very presidential of him. Um, I don't understand what, what you're saying. What do you mean messages bragging about it? Oh, well, instead of working on uh, getting the economy on track, he's bragging to me about how he gets to be uh, e-president, which I would put 50 gold on that he will not be elected to ever. Um, regardless if I am elected or not, I haven't even officially said if I'm going to run for any office. No, no, no not, um, not you. Regardless your, your, your boss, your boss. My loss. Uh, I don't understand Gaia. where you're coming from, sir. He's, he's oh, saying that Julius is spending loss. his time bragging about being president as opposed to trying to save the nation and fix the economy. Oh, okay. Argument. I thought you were talking about me being by, uh, being president. I, I did not understand what you're saying. Um, I, I was unaware that uh, Gaius was um, going around bragging about being president. Um, all I see him doing is working behind the scenes with our allies, uh, with our strategists, with the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Um, I actually sat in on Joy Chief's staff meeting earlier this morning when I should have actually been in my geography class. Look, I mean, we, we don't see out on these issues. I just say let's mix things up because you never know. It might work. Um, but, hey, I mean, certain policies led this country to be two states away from extinction. So whatever went wrong then cannot be replicated in the future regardless. Well, as it stands, we're currently working, you know, on saving the state, the nation. Um, uh, as you can imagine, it's very difficult when you're fighting up against three world powers, one of which has a president that is using his real-life money to fund the war machine. It's uh, rather difficult to uh, wage a legitimate war. Um, given those terms. Uh, yeah, actually, um, the Russian president will literally sell his own house to win Florida. Let's make his parents mad. That was the, yeah, uh, the press release that hit the top five today in the United States. Just want to put that on the airways as well. 
Uh, well, that's a big question. How much of his real money has he spent on on this game? Um, Way too well, much. Uh, we've uh, it's no secret that every nation tracks other nations' expenses and all that other stuff, and I cannot actually comment on the exact amount, but I'd say well over a couple hundred real life dollars have been spent on this now, game, this which to me is quite pitiful. Collectively or in person? Of course, over a period of probably about a month of time. It is collected for a lot of people. This, you're, saying, you're saying Guy has personally put a few hundred dollars into the game. Hello? Dude, you still there, bro? Yeah. Um, I said that you uh, personally put a few hundred dollars into the game. Uh, excuse, say that again? Did Gaius personally put a couple hundred bucks into the game? Oh, no. Yep. We're talking about the uh, Russian president, how it's uh, difficult for us to wage a legitimate war. Oh, yeah. Because the Russian president is paying us money. Yes. Oh, well, you know, they're, they're commies over there, so the state has plenty of money. <laughs> I, I've heard that from a few people. Yes. Uh <laughs> Yeah, but look, guys, thanks for the uh, discussion tonight. It's been fun. Always, always. Right. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, um, hey, it's airborne because they rock. Don't tell the Marines. Yeah. All right, you got it. Shout out to the airborne, our, our boys with parachutes. All right. They're actually uh, pretty amazing. Most elite force we have in the world. Are they? <laughs> they are. Uh, yeah, the they're trained all the they're trained in all the e-martial arts, aren't they? Uh, we are. <laughs> all right, thanks, guys. I personally have the uh, have the art of the roundhouse kick, which I learned from uh, Chuck Norris, and Jewett has the uh, supernatural skill of penny pinching. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, all right. And uh, just, okay. just to let you know, I would stay away from the USA chat in IRC, uh, you have a lot of people there who don't like you. Most of them asking for shout-outs, uh, hoping for rim jobs from you. All right. Well, great. You can go serve the request for them. Okay, guys. Thanks a lot. <laughs> okay. Thank you for that. Let's uh, move on to another call. Uh, we got a 571 on the line. Thank you for waiting. Welcome to the show. Hello? Hello, yes. Welcome. Hi, yeah. Uh, I want to go back to the Obama discussion we were having just a couple moment, minutes ago. Sure. Uh, his foreign policy, do you agree with it or disagree with it? I disagree profusely with it. It's irresponsible. He's running around the, the world apologizing okay. for the country. Okay. okay, now, do you realize that he has done nothing to change the uh, foreign policy of the U.S. military in Iraq or Afghanistan? He has uh, set a deadline for troop patrols, which I was... That against. deadline was set up by Bush. Under pressure from the Democratic Congress. You can't... No. Bush had it planned the whole time. He'd been, he had set up multiple withdrawal dates prior to that date, but the conditions were not right for that. Now, quickly, you made a comment about Ahmadinejad. Uh, yes. The reason why the election troubles happened was because the U it was harder to make the U.S. the demon in this whole in that whole situation. The reason why that was so hard 
was because Obama didn't come out and say, you're all terrorists and we're going to kill you all, or imply that. He said, I understand most of you are good-meeting Muslims. What he did has thrown the extremists in this world, the Muslim extremists, off balance. They can't demonize the U.S. as much as they can, and they can't get as much support as they can. Are you saying that is remove that is uh, decreasing the United States uh, defense? Yes, definitely. He's okay. You, you, okay, wait, wait, wait. You're saying that the lack of ability, the lowered ability of Al Qaeda and other extremist movements, uh, is making us uh, less safe of a country. I wouldn't attribute that to him, but let me let me say this: the fact that his top priorities include. Uh, Moving Gitmo, which I guarantee you these terrorists would rather stay in Gitmo than be in a, in a much higher security uh, supermax prison. Uh, you know, shutting that down, which there's nothing wrong with Gitmo in the first place. It's a political propaganda tool for someone like that. That's his top priority. Um, and he, he's, cut, he's increased spending in almost every area, but what's one area, which of course we can cut 10% off the budget, defense. Right. Well, this is not a time to cut defense spending. And the, to say that the military or the Defense Department is asking for things they don't need, that's not true. They want what they need to protect this country, and anything less is leaving us more vulnerable than is necessary. He should be ashamed of himself for that. And it just shows his radical leftist policies. All right. Well, that's fine and dandy. I'm going to leave you with this. One, I'm a conservative, so you can try to call me a uh, crazy liberal all you want. Two, stop using red herrings and... Uh, uh, personal attacks on people to uh, gain uh, control for your argument. And two, uh, how much does a rim job cost? Well, I'm using facts, and uh, I don't know. Ask your mother. Okay. Uh, all right. Oh, we have we have Barack Hussein Obama. He he is on the line here. Uh, I think so. Oh wait, no, no, we have. Sorry, he's okay. Yes, we have Barack Hussein Obama on the line. Uh, uh, oh, is this, uh, is this is Barack Obama? This is Barack Obama. Then he and then, he's a starcher folk, a four-film for eine Arbeit, for eine Kleinstein. What is that, a Hitler clip? Good stuff, good stuff. All right, uh, moving on. Oh, we have lots of secret numbers here. Okay, let's see. Hello, secret 111 number. Welcome. Good day? Yes, you're on. Well, I thought the gentleman two calls back had some very nice points, but unfortunately, I'd like to ask a game-related question. Sure. All right. Now, the... The victory for Philip Esquire is imminent and obvious. So we were all curious as to when you're going to leave and whether or not you're taking Exilius with you. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Well, I will say this on that matter. Um, it's not always skin deep. You think you know what I'm planning, but I have been once been told that uh, I'm a Carl Rove type. Now, I'll let you figure out what that means, but don't underestimate my uh, political maneuvering. 
because I know how to outwit and outsmart you leftists. Because one thing you don't have is uh, much in the way of uh, strategy. Uh, or as uh, you would say, uh, you know, much in the way of a strategery. <laughs> when you try and mock one of our greatest presidents. Okay. Anyway, moving on, uh, we have another top secret number. Hello. Welcome to the show. You're on the air. And going once. Going twice. And you're gone. Okay. Alrighty. We have another caller on the line. I call tonight. And hello. You're on the AJ Bruno show. Is this my number now? It is, yes. Oh, thank God. I'm tired of all these secret numbers trying to block my cock. All right. Um, uh, I'm just so confused. What was I going to talk about? Oh, yeah. First of all, don't don't call Emmerich a real-life criminal because, yeah, he's great. Is this Emmerich? Emmerich. No, this is not Emmerich. Oh, yes. Are you afraid okay. to reveal your identity? Huh? Yeah, this is uh, the person that you called to Hilda. Oh, yes, yes. Welcome back. Well, Emmerich is a criminal, though. And yeah, well, okay. real. Well, hold on. It was a traffic ticket. <clears throat> they were accumulated. And then he got busted for what? Possession and something else. So he's going to do some time in the county lockup. and it'll Have you ever gotten a traffic ticket? What's that? Have you ever gotten a traffic I, ticket? I do not have a mark to my record. I have an impeccable record, sir. I think that Follow the law, and if you don't, then you have to... Uh, All right. Uh, can I ask another question? Do you, uh, you, know, you know about our congressman's uh, health care plans, right? I know about this nefarious plan to uh, control... No, 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 no. Not the public option. I'm talking about the congressman's plans. Which congressman are you referring to? Uh, I'm talking about, like, all government under government health care. Yes, what about it? Uh, would you say that that is a good system? Do you think they enjoy that? You're referring to the health plan of the gun. Yes, I think that is that. You know what? If they want to have, um, they try to use Ted Kennedy now as a rallying cry for it. No, no, okay. I'm not talking about the health. Okay, listen to me. Follow me. Follow me here. When you get elected, you're talking, Congress, about, you're talking about you're talking about the personal plans of the congressman. Yeah, I'm 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 yeah. going to make a point about that. Now, okay. Why don't we have, I've heard this before, why don't we have TEDCare guarantee every American citizen the same health care plan that members of Congress get? But they don't want to do that because they're elites. That's it. Uh, would you say that also the Republican congressmen are elitist? Uh, if you ask those congressmen if they would support giving that to the American people, I think they would say yes. You ask the Democrats. I, I have asked many of them, and they would say no, because okay. that would be referred to as a public option. Well, it, 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 it's the lesser, um, it would be the lesser evil. For Did you know that the Republican said he would not even read the health care bill? Who was that? That would be the senator from uh, Oklahoma, I believe, the Eimenhoff. I can't really pronounce his name. Eimenhoff, yes. Yes, him. Well, well, then the, they shouldn't, you know, these guys make enough money that they can pay for their own, their own care. Um, and honestly, I believe the Republican Party would be better without uh, us Southerners in it because, uh, quite frankly, 
it, even including me in this, I would say that we are very stubborn and very uh, idiotic. Would you agree with me there? Southerners? Southern congressmen, all of them. I, uh, maybe the Democrats. The, the South is where... No, a lot no of the Republicans too. All of them. All the Southerners. Quite frankly, I want my own country again, damn it. I'm all for it. I'm all for secession. You know what? At this point, if he's going to try and destroy, if the left's going to try to destroy the whole country, let's take the red states and secede. Because better to save half the country than lose it all. I'm all for it. And that. also, uh, I'd like to raise another point. You uh, are against Islamic jihadists, yes? Of course. Uh, you do know that our CIA, I mean, our Central Intelligence Agency, were the ones that put Saddam and uh, put the Shah in, that put the Iranian Revolution, and put the Taliban in power. Now, Shah... now, now, listen, follow me here. The CIA put the Ba'ath Party in power, thus putting Saddam in power. The CIA put the Shah in power, and that created the Iranian Revolution. And the CIA made Charlie Wilson's war, which provided the power vacuum for the Taliban. Would you agree? You could say they set the conditions, yes. So pretty much the U.S. is getting pissed off for doing their own mistakes. No, that's not true. Because yes, me, that is me, true. No, 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 let me address your examples here. You lie! <laughs> Ooh, you threw in the you lie, you're good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, you lie, boy. That's how we say it in the South. Uh, no, it isn't, because I'm from the South, and you're from New Jersey. Oh, I'm a Southerner at heart, my adopted homeland. In fact... No one can be a Southerner at heart unless they are, in fact, a Southerner. Funny, funny anecdote. Let me throw this in here. Uh, I was in the Capitol building about three years ago or so. And so, you know, uh, anyone who's been there... So was I. So was I. Were you? Now, they have statues of... uh, Every state sends two statues of uh, residents of their state they're proud of or whatnot. So one of the Mississippis was Jefferson Davis. So I go to take a picture and give the thumbs up, right? And so as I'm taking the picture, this black family walks by. And as soon as they walked by, I didn't see them at first. And I said, when I'm posing for the picture, now this is a great American. And they all give me a dirty look. Classic moment and uh, absolutely hilarious. But, you know, I'll I tell you, this, uh, while we're on that subject, I, you know, it, it's, it's difficult because I admire Lincoln and I admire Davis too. Both were great men who stood up and fought for and led what they believed in. And we need more of that in this country. So, on that matter, people in Congress should stand up and fight for some values, like people like that did, lead, actually lead, or get out of the way. Yeah? Um, I, I forgot who said this quote originally. Lead, follow, or get out of the way. Really, it's that simple. If you're not going to do, if you're not going to lead, don't be in Congress. If you're not going to help and follow, then just just get out of the way. That's all. Okay. Uh, let's move on to another caller. Hello, secret caller. Welcome. Hello. Yes, you're on. Hey. Um. So uh, you said a second ago that you uh, admired what uh, Lincoln stood for, how he fought hard for what he believed in, and what exactly would you describe that as? Lincoln stood for preserving the Union because he knew that 
United we stand, divided we fall. So he did what he had to do to keep his country together. And, you know, it, it's it's ironic that... Even if that meant breaking the Constitution left and right. I wouldn't say he broke the Constitution. i say he, he might have bent it in certain places. But... So bending it's okay. Well, it depends if you're bending it for the to preserve the country or if you're completely violating the Constitution like the left does. The left well, doesn't even care. choose what the bending is good for, if it's preserving the country well, or if for it's instance, not. Suspending you can call out Obama on being anti-constitutional all you want, but it happens with everyone in power. That's not, that's not true. Well, that's very true, actually. They say uh, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. Well, Barack Obama has proposed absolute power because his party controls the entire government now. So he can do almost anything he wants, except for the fact that some of the more moderate or conservative Democrats are concerned about their own assets being paid for re-election. That's really all that's stopping him from completely crippling this country. And we are already well on our way there. It's going to get pretty bad. Depends how bad it is it's going to get done by how much we stand up and stop it. And, you know, the the most, i got to say this, the most patriotic thing that someone can do in this country right now is stand up to this president and say, no, we will not let you destroy our country. No, we will not support your socialist policies. No, we will not say that you're our president and we're proud of you when you go around apologizing for this country, when you leave us vulnerable to attack, when you have the blood of thousands of Americans and thousands more over the next three-plus years on your hands from your irresponsible policies. This president is a disgrace, and he has to be stopped one way or another. You know, Thomas Jefferson once said that the tree of liberty, from time to time the tree of liberty, must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. This president has to be stopped. We cannot allow him to destroy the fundamental basis of our nation, the nation that the founders laid out for us in the Constitution. And shame on us if we sit by and let a tyrant destroy this country. Shame on us. We must stop him. We must stand up and say, we are Americans, and we oppose you, Barack Obama. We oppose you, we oppose your policies, and we will not support you when you are trying to destroy and undermine everything America stands for. Okay. Let's get back to the phones. Uh, William, uh, welcome William. to the show. Welcome to the show. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, I want to touch on real quick would shift gears to my whole uh, business in South Africa. Now, I want to clear this up here, and we'll get back to some more calls. Um, <clears throat> I want to clear this up once and for all. I left the EUS because I wasn't having fun. It's a game I want to have fun. And there's a hole in the game that despite the fact that it was one of the most popular uh, recommendations, for small editions on uh, the suggestion page. <clears throat> the admins don't want to do anything about it to put protections in to prevent domestic PTOs. I don't care if leftists don't believe what I have to say. The fact is, a lot of conservatives were on board with my philosophy. And for people to come in here, upset that result, and then try and say, oh, well, you lost, so people wouldn't have voted against you, 
No, that isn't democracy. And that's because a lot of people values in real life. If you want to go play a villain in game, fine. But if you're going to play someone who says that they stand for American values, then don't do stuff like that. It's wrong. It's wrong. <clears throat> and to engage in that sort of conduct is absolutely disgraceful. And so I left, not to PTO uh, East South Africa, um, I left so I could say, I bless the rains down in Africa. No, no. I didn't leave the same total either. But what I did leave to do was to go to a country where maybe our conservative beliefs can make a difference, our philosophies can make a difference. And yeah, I'm still active in the, the American politics also. But I'm sticking around South Africa now. Um, and you know what? You know what? Things might turn around there. People stand up. Like I said in real life, it's the same sort of thing. Stand up to tyrants. Stand up. That's what people did when I ran for, for party president uh, for the conservative um, party. <clears throat> people stood up and said no more. They said no more. And I'll tell you, that's what I think people are doing tonight. Um, unfortunately, it's not me, but Matos 5 can say bye-bye. Okay. All right. Uh, ooh, in my neck of the woods, I'm here at the, uh, the Western Command in Pennsylvania, and uh, we have a uh, 717 number on the phone. Hello. Hello. Uh, Hello. Welcome. Hello? Yes, welcome. You're on the A.J. Bruno Show. Uh, hey, uh, this is Philip Esquire. Uh, the incoming party president. Hello, sir. Uh, how's it going? Um, now, I noticed that you back Exilius, who... I He came in here and he signed a contract with you, <laughs> uh, uh, which I'm sure other people will comment on because, frankly, it was long and boring, and I didn't read it when you two guys were going at it. Um, but he only had six votes at my last check. Um, is that the best you can do anymore? I, mean, I, mean, I know, I, I know, I know. What can I say? Uh, I'm just such a... <clears throat> I'm an epic fail, you know? Uh, it's just quite pathetic of that. It's a good thing we defeated my PTO, isn't it? Well, uh... I guess so. See, uh, guys, now he's actually saying it. He's coming out. Coming out of the proverbial PTO closet. Um, I... <laughs> Really don't have much more to say. He seems to have said it all for me. Uh, no, that's well, East South Africa for the win. All right. I'll tell you what. Just for winning, Ed Rundell is going to treat you to a uh, to a buffet. The only problem is he's going to eat all the food. So, sorry. Well, that is the way that the government works, isn't it? Um. All right. Uh, All right, uh, Mr. Party President-elect, thanks for calling in. Right. 
Right on. All right. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Okay. We'll be hydrated here. Uh, ooh, 908. Another, uh, another Jerseyite. Uh, hello. You're on the, the AJ Bruno show. Well, hello, AJ. Uh, glad to be on the show. Glad to uh, be representing for Jersey. Good times. Uh, I notice that your show is kind of uh, following a, a bit of a set pattern. People are asking you for rim jobs, which I'm not going to do. People are attacking you, which I'm not going to do. I just wanted to call and actually discuss a few things rather than, you know, just take pot shots at you and then have you respond and then things get really awkward. So I got a couple of topics, and let's take a look at them. Uh, first of all, uh, let's start with Obama, since you really like to talk about Obama. And this is going to be completely neutral. Obama uh, just recently was discussing with someone, uh, I forget who, I think it was some news reporter, about the VMA Awards and how uh, Kanye West did a real jackass move to, what's her face, Taylor Swift. He literally called her, uh, called him, sorry, Kanye West, a jackass. How do you feel about that? Um, oh, he actually said uh, something right. This guy was a jackass. He's been doing things for years. And why are, why are people like this uh, successful? You know, I remember uh, during this uh, fundraiser for Katrina where he said, uh, President uh, George Bush doesn't care about black people. You know, the guy's not a good singer, and the guy's a total douchebag, you know, clearly. And then he does something like that. Grab, I mean, wow, it, it's just very poor taste. And, uh, and you know, what? Uh, Sure, I, I support a comment like that because he is. That's a jackass. The things he does are something that a jackass would do. So he is one. So you're saying there is at least one thing that you can agree with Obama on? Yes, we agree that Kanye West is a jackass. The the uh, <laughs> the sea has parted and it's a miracle. Yeah, indeed. Uh, staying on the Obama topic, you discussed earlier a quote from Thomas Jefferson about spilling the blood of tyrants to refresh the tree of liberty. By that, did you mean we should literally spill Obama's blood, or was that little, uh, a little bit of a, a story or an analogy? It was, yes, it was an analogy. I, I think we need to stop him some, somehow. And I don't know how, how we can at this point, but I, I would say this. I would keep pounding on the, the fact, the, the whole... Uh, he actually a citizen issue because he still has not produced an actual birth certificate proving he was born in this country. And until that's done, he could either, one, have been born in Kenya, which his grandmother actually said years ago to dinner, and she was recorded saying that he was, she was at his birth there, or two, his citizenship might have somehow been lost when he went to Indonesia as a child. Either of these issues could be true. And if that's the case, then he constitutionally can't be president. And to, to not 100% explore these issues, then people just dismiss it. You know what? If it's not true, then release affirmative proof, an original document proving it, and you'll make your, your adversaries look like total idiots. But he doesn't do it. He tries to play it off. Now, why would someone do that when they have, when they have something to gain out of it unless they're trying to hide something and make it go away? Mm -hmm. Well, it is possible that the original document was lost, but I do know what you're saying, that it does seem a little bit shady that it hasn't produced the original document. But what about the possibility of changing the Constitution to allow people who have had citizenship for a certain number of years? I know I'd love to see Arnold Schwarzenegger as president. That would be the most awesome thing ever. What do you think? Uh, I'm not a big fan of uh, rhinos like uh, 
Mr. Schwarzenegger. But um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know what? I, honestly, I'm not sure how I feel about that. If it's just to get Arnold to run for president, then you know I'm not for that. But um, you know, perhaps. But the the way it is now, that you know, it wouldn't be the case. So I mean, that's that's uh, an issue to explore in the future. Not completely ruling out. It's something that can be discussed. But um, you know, it still leaves open the question. What's up? And his opponents always like to dismiss any sort of thing that's leveled towards him. It's as if this guy is some sort of uh, messianic figure. We can't question him at all. You know, and, and these are the same people who said uh, for eight years of uh, Bush that you know it's uh, it was patriotic to say all these things, and they said far worse things about Bush. And you know, where are they defending all the people now who are speaking up? They're they're nowhere in sight. So I think it's a little hypocritical too. Well, to be fair, Republicans have been saying uh, ever since Obama was elected president that this nation is going to be destroyed and we should go find someplace else. I mean, one of the major things uh, that I remember about the pre-election, there was a huge group on Facebook and it was a really big um, phrase, if Hillary Clinton wins this election, I'm moving someplace more democratic like North Korea. So you can't exactly point fingers one way or another. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, I'm sorry. Sorry, the wife was uh, getting a little uppity. Oh, no problem. Yes. But uh, yeah, you know, I glad we agree on that. It, it's a shame though that uh, so many people don't. And I mean, even though there's people now who are saying they regret uh, their complete confidence in him, there's still this hardcore group of these Obama lovers who think he can do no wrong. And, you know, he could he could do anything and they'll support him. He could eat you know, and, on live television and they'd still be cheering for him? Yeah. Oh, I love how he, he, he spends that time to uh, do all these other things. Like, uh, what is it? I, I, I don't know if you watched uh, O'Reilly the other week. He had on his uh, actor Harper Hill that's friends with him. And he said, you know, tell me want him back on the show. He's like, well, I think he's a little busy. Then I see just a few minutes later uh, uh, that he's in some promo for uh, George Lope, uh, for George Lopez. Like, okay, so you can't go on there, but you have time to go and basically act like you're some Hollywood celebrity, and you know it's <laughs> it's so hypocritical too. It doesn't make any sense. All right. Hey, uh, thanks for calling up, and uh, we are glad that we agreed on something. Okay, let's uh, hit the phones again. Hello, uh, top secret caller. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. When someone does this, do they think I'm going to let them just keep on doing this? You know, uh, it, <laughs> I would think it wouldn't be worth the time. Okay. Uh, another caller, another secret caller. Hello. Yes, you talk. That was delightful. All right. Uh, let's go back to the phones. We have a uh, 515 here. And hey, AJ, how's it going? Oh, welcome back. It's going all right. How's it going with you? Uh, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Now, I got, you called me a liberal earlier. I, I just wanted to point out that I 
voted Republican this past season. I'm a registered Republican. I'm a Bush supporter. Um, but um, you see, I mean, I, I, I agree with you policy-wise. I'm sure we agree policy-wise, you know, both ways and everything, and principle-wise. There is one thing that I disagree with you, though, with the whole Obama thing and we need to take our country back. See, you you think along the party lines. You get what I'm saying? You you think strictly Republicans and Democrats. You think red and blue. It, it, it's not about red and blue anymore. It's about the red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. It, 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 it's not a, it's not about making sure your party comes out on top. It's making sure America comes out on top. We, well, yeah, and America's not coming out on top right now because our country's going down the drain. Because because we've we've become too party affiliated. We 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 need to get away from thinking strictly Democrat and thinking strictly Republican. You know, I, I I don't know if we need to maybe just get rid of parties and, you know, run as Americans instead. Maybe, maybe you know, I was watching Glenn Beck. Maybe we just need to quarantine Washington, D.C. You know, nothing comes in, nothing goes out. Yeah. Um, it, 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 we, 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 the people need to take the power back. From the government, I I I couldn't couldn't agree more. See, these elites don't understand that the Constitution says what the government, what we the people grant the government to do, and the government thinks they can do whatever they want. And some sort of both Republicans and Democrats have been doing this wrong. You see, the well, way you have been sounding so far is that it's just the liberal-minded. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying the liberals are good. I mean, I I hate CNN. I hate MS, MSNBC. I I hate a lot of liberals, but not all liberals are bad. Not all. I mean, there are, there are quite a few bad Republicans. Not all Republicans are bad. It's it's the ones that aren't the 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 far right or the far left. No, those are those are the lost causes. Uh yeah, well, I I look at someone like Reagan as a model here. I mean, this was someone who was very solidly conservative, and he appealed to a wide spectrum of different people, and it brought together most of the country. You know, I mean, that was, I'm like I said, I've been watching, I have a DVD seven and a half hours of great Reagan footage, and so I was watching that for a couple of hours in the car trip, and you just watch the guy speak and how people all over the world react to him of all different beliefs. You know, now, I, mean, now, I got I got I got one. I got one comment about Reagan. Sure. He, he, he pretty much invented the tax cuts for the Republican Party. He, he pretty much made it so, so the Republicans were the masterminds behind the tax cuts, right? Yeah. Now, I'm a firm supporter of Bush, but what Bush did wrong during his presidency is he waged a war while he was making record tax cuts. And any simple-minded economic person can tell you you can't cut taxes while you're at war. How else are you going to pay for a war without money? You know what I'm saying? Yes. 
that's a, that's a good point. But the thing is, his policies worked. Now, he said he regretted uh, the deficit not being... Uh, his, his last year or two weren't exactly... They were... He, he pretty much started this bailout shit. Sorry, sorry for my language. I, I do not like this bailout stuff whatsoever. Or not bailout, but stimulus package. Uh, I agree. And the bailout. And... Uh, but, I mean, I, I think we should have gone to war. I mean, it, it, I mean, what else What else can you do when you're attacked? I mean, maybe, maybe this is just my conservatism kicking in that, you know, if, it, if we get hit, you know, maybe we should kick a little ass back. Um, the, the problem with that is he didn't have a plan going into it, into the war. He didn't really think it through, per se. Uh, uh, yeah, and, uh, but anyways, anyways, enough about that. Uh, I want to switch over to Obama and the health care. Now, or the, yeah, the health care reform. Now, um, I'm going to throw this proposal at you, and I, 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 I want some feedback on it, you know what I'm saying? What if they... I think there are a couple senators or representatives that are proposing this. Instead of you get rid of get rid of everything they're proposing, just just throw it out, and instead deregulate everything, make it so a person can buy. Okay, let's say you know, let's say I'm from Colorado. I can buy one part of my health care from California. I can buy one part of my health care from Washington. You know, create create competition, you see, and it'll make insurance companies want to, uh, want to buy, want, 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 you, want you as their customer. They'll be fighting for customers. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that's, that's how you do it. You do with free market uh, solutions. When you have the the government controlling everything, there's no competition. They can do whatever they want. And no one can say anything about it. And some people yeah, actually... Because Obama, I, I think, I, if, if I heard him correctly during his speech to the House and Senate, that uh, only, only 5% of the American people would actually get the um, government-run option, right? I, did yeah. I hear that correctly? Is that, is that what he said? Yes, but that's obviously now, uh, yeah. now and 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 he said only the premiums would be paying for this option now, how exactly do you pay for a what is it eight hundred billion dollar or one point two trillion dollar uh health health care reform with just five percent of the American people um you don't that that's why. Nothing, nothing he says adds up, and it, it's just really a shame that people actually believe him without any proof whatsoever. But um, you know, I, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens with all of this. Hopefully, he doesn't get anything near what he wants. But uh, it's, I'm sure it's not going to be pretty. But uh, hey, thanks for calling. Yep. Okay, uh, we have um, <clears throat> Hendrik Vitterwerd on the line here. Ooh. Hello, Hendrik. 
Wat ben jij een lul zeg. Klootzak. Hol. Ja, wat ben je zeg. Jongen, jongen, jongen. Ben jij dom zeg. Hufter. Wat de hel is dat? Oké. Oeh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, new rule. No more secret callers. Okay. Although, um, let me say, oh, I think my buddy's on the phone. Hello. Are you there? Hey, Jasmine, friends. <clears throat> yes, welcome to the show. Hello? Okay, let me see. Hello, you're on the air. Hello? Great. All right, love these joke callers. Let me, let me see something for a second here. Okay, let's go back to this 908. How you doing, AJ? Okay. Hi. Now, is this Gino? Yeah, it certainly is. It is, Gina. Okay, yes. Yep. I bet you're probably it? surprised to see that uh, one of your most outspoken rivals isn't taking pot shots at you on your own show. Uh, yes, yes. Now, uh, so are you done uh, e-following me yet? No, of course not. That's just of part course. of how I play the game. Will you follow me to the end of the e-world? Well, I don't know, AJ. Are you going to leave South Africa? Oh, you know, never. South never. Africa's uh, South Africa has been wondering if you're so insistent on uh, parties having protection against people moving in two days before and voting. Do you support countries that have just come out uh, getting the same protections, having a waiting period or getting automatic citizenship with their last uh, set of congressmen? Would you agree with that uh, particular set of rules? Mm -hmm. Well, I think I think it was absolutely horrible how uh, uh, the South Africans tried to PTO themselves last time. That was ridiculous. No. Um, no, in all seriousness, though, I think that people try and ruin the game for others, which is unfortunate. We need protections for both uh, foreign PTOs, which I am not. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I, okay. I didn't bring it large enough to PTO, obviously, and and domestic PTOs also because. Now we have an issue where people are just going to target whoever they want. And so we need universal protection. You know, that, that's some universal uh, coverage I'm, I'm for. Let's universally protect yeah. everyone from PTOs. That's a good idea. Like you mentioned before, uh, during your election, it was also the election that South Korea, uh, both South countries, interestingly enough, uh, were coming out. And the theocrats managed to uh, bag South Korea for themselves. So that's really important. And if the game had had something in place to monitor citizenship before the country came out, then at least that would have been something. Uh, I'm going to make a couple of shout-outs, and then i got one last question for you. Uh, Jewett has been calling my name for probably about an hour, and I'm making a shout-out to him. Uh, Weho Bob wants to know if you can take the 434 number. I'm going to make a shout-out to Princess because she's awesome. And my last question is, AJ, have you finally figured out what diamonds are for? <laughs> Because I understand that was kind of a question, and I just want to make sure you're up on that. 
Diamonds are a girl's best friend, and for gifts. Oh, right. good yeah. answer, good answer. Have a good night, AJ. All right, you too. Bye. Okay, uh, let's go back with uh, Mr. 434. I promise we'll get back to him. Hello again. Any more uh, wonderful remarks to make? Yeah, hey, thanks for getting me back on. Uh, sure. First of all, I would just like to use your show to make a public service announcement. This is nothing political, I promise. But just to inform all the citizens that Iran has declared war on Canada. The vote was 14 to 9. Uh, and they do have a direct border with Canada's only Quality 5 hospital. Uh, so that could be a major threat for us going into tomorrow, you know, is day 666 in E-Republic, uh, which, of course, in the in the Christian Bible is the uh, the day of evil, 666. Um, and, uh, you know, they've got borders with uh, Greece and uh, Croatia, I think, is, is on the uh, on the battlefield, and, of course, Florida. And a whole bunch of other uh, allies are being threatened right now. Uh, but just to let everyone know, Iran has declared war to Canada 14 to 9. Um, but that leads me into uh, sort of a question I had for you involving uh, what appears to be sort of a, a, a difference between your opinion in your Republican in real life. And please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but what's your opinion on uh, governments in e-Republic building high-quality hospitals for their citizens? Well, in the game, of course, that's, a necess- that's an essential. I mean, without a, uh, without a Q5 or at least a Q4, it's not too much fun. Your, your leveling up doesn't work out right. too well. I'm, people lose interest. You join a, a region where there's no hospital, you're going to play the game for about two days and you'll quit. So. Right. So that's, that's, a, that's a, a good thing. I agree with you there. But isn't this a, a public government-run health care system? You know, we actually talked about this uh, when we first came to South Africa, that we would need some government-run – because, like I said, it is, there are some differences with real life, obviously. Because in real life, you're not going to have to build hospitals or people are going to lose wellness. You know, I mean, there are certain aspects of the game that are different. But there are some issues which are the same. So it really depends on which one. Well, actually, I disagree that we have – it's been proven, obviously, in the mechanics of the Republic – but also uh, in real life that when people are healthy, they can work better. You know, they don't have to miss days for being sick. Uh, they can be more productive when they are at work. Um, and so that's good for our economy in real life, for everyone to be healthy. So why is it a good well, thing in your, like, for government-run health care by building a high-quality hospital but not in real life? Well, because the thing is, whether you're 25 or 75, it doesn't matter in the game. In real life, that's going to affect your uh, your performance. So that's a huge right. difference. There is no okay. E age except for your E date of birth. In real life, it's a whole different matter. Um, you know, I don't need much in the way of medical care. So it doesn't matter to me if I'm living 500 miles from a hospital in the middle of nowhere or something. Um, but in the game, everyone needs it. So it really depends. Right. Um, so... Another thing, right now, and I, I couldn't tell you honestly if it's a state requirement or federal, but it's definitely a requirement in all 50 states that anyone who operates an automobile has to have automobile insurance. That's that's a proven fact, and it's enforced. You know, when you get pulled over, you're asked for license, registration, and proof of insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so why couldn't the government require people to have health care? The reason we require folks to have auto insurance is... So if they hurt someone with their car, uh, 
they have to pay for it, not the government. So if people hurt themselves, why should the government have to pay for it if those people don't buy health care? Shouldn't they be forced to buy health care? And with, with auto insurance, um, they discriminate against people based on their risk factor. You know, So basically you're saying that because someone's a certain age and a certain profile, certain gender, that it's okay to discriminate against them, which I think is absolutely wrong. Um, and we shouldn't, we shouldn't have that. Uh, just like it's 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 it is socialism when you think about it, and I'm opposed okay. to that. And okay. I don't think, so you think that I would, the government should not require people to buy auto insurance if they want to drive a car. I agree. And if you get into a really bad accident and you don't have auto insurance, well, it's your fault. It shouldn't be a requirement, mm-hmm. but it would, be, it would people people would get probably get it anyway just for the fact that. It would cost them a lot less unless they had some sort of sort of answer. So okay. forcing people things that's that's playing Big Brother. That's playing Big Brother, and that's not right. And okay, in America, so, what happens if a person gets in a bad accident and hurts or even kills an innocent person, but they don't have personally the money to pay uh, a settlement? Who picks up the tab? Is it the person who got hit? Is it their fault for driving? Should it be the government to make sure that person doesn't go without compensation? Like, who who picks up the tab if someone gets hurt in an auto accident without insurance? Hmm. Well, the person should pick up the tab, and they should pay it back in one way, one way or another. Well, uh, but also in that matter, um, if someone doesn't have health insurance, the government picks up the tab. And even though there's some issues with that, there's not, there's not a total crisis. So I think the same principle would carry over to, to that to that area, um, that you would have certain problems, but the whole system wouldn't be broken. And I think the way it is now, it undermines uh, capitalist principles in this country to basically have government institutionalized socialism in an entire industry. And that's definitely not a solution, and I uh, I think that's a bad idea. Okay, um, so it uh, doesn't really sound like we're going to get anywhere productive on this topic, so I'll move on. A quick shout-out to Claudius in the U.S. Airborne because he wanted one. Um, actually, I heard you say you were a little thirsty earlier, so I brought you a Sprite. Um, hope you like that. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's actually really refreshing. Um, uh, Sprite is good. Sprite is good. Yeah, so uh, moving on to something that uh, – you said before a whole lot of times um, that Barack Obama, uh, Barack Obama is a tyrant. You said that Thomas Jefferson believes we should spill tyrant's blood from time to time, but that doesn't mean we should assassinate Barack Obama, wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Um, my question is, how do you define a tyrant? How would I define a tyrant? Somebody yeah. who pushes their views on people who don't want it. Somebody who undermines the fundamentals of this country. Like, okay, let me, perfect example. When they sent out uh, if there are uh, lies being spread about health care reform, send it us, forward the emails to us so they can build a list of people, basically, who oppose them. Do, do democratic governments do that? Build up lists of political enemies? That's, that's very, that speaks volumes to what kind of administration he runs. Um, so, yeah, basically everyone in power has people who are against them, and they, the people who are successful at that uh, keep their friends close and their enemies closer. Um, so just just going through uh, looking for a definition of tyrant myself, I found 
uh, on Dictionary.com two uh, real good ones, and these are they say that a tyrant is an absolute ruler and a person in authority uh, who exercises power oppressively uh, or in a compulsory influence. Um, so what it basically says to me is someone who just has complete control over the country. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, the, the person you're referring to as a tyrant was actually uh, elected by more than half the people in the country. That's better than George Bush could say for his first four years. Uh, and also, a lot of his plans are checked by the powers of the Constitution uh, with Congress, which I believe are 100 members uh, in the Senate elected by the people directly every six years, and 350-something, maybe 356, but don't quote me on that exact number, of people in the House of Representatives elected every two years by the people. In fact, in the health care bill, uh, Obama initially said, here are the basic things that I would really like to see in a health care bill. Now I'm going to let the Congress, who is more responsive to the people, actually write the bill. And the only reason he's had to come back and lay out uh, specific uh, things that he wants in the bill and basically help them write it is because after four or five months, the congressmen could not write it themselves. Uh, they were busy getting yelled at by extremists getting their speeches interrupted, uh, that sort of stuff. And so uh, that seems like he's doing his absolute best to try to make it more democratic, and people just, uh, you know, they're not, they're not responding to that. Uh, so my question also is, you said a lot of times that Barack Obama is destroying this country. And I'd really appreciate it if you could point out maybe just one or two examples of things that Barack Obama is doing right now which destroy America. Exactly. <laughs> Cutting our defense spending, leaving our country vulnerable to attack by doing that, running around apologizing for America, bowing to the Saudi king, this cap and tax scam, this, this health care nonsense, uh, mm -hmm. basically pushing his uh, radical pro-abortion agenda. Um, right. Okay. I could go on and on. He is doing so much to basically undermine the very foundation of this country. And, you know, and when people say, well, you know, oh, we've got to support him, blah, blah. Well, how can you support someone who does everything that you disagree with, everything that you know is wrong, everything that will lead to the destruction of this country? We cannot allow that. We saw how much damage Carter did to this country. You can study history and you can tell how much damage he did to this country. No. And now imagine Carter times 10. No. I'll give you the last word. Okay. So um, a lot of those did not sound like things that are actually – actively destroying America, and others of them sounded like things that are really trivial, like apologizing for making a mistake. I think we learned to do that in kindergarten. At least I know I did. You know, if you uh, you run into someone by accident on the playground, and you say, uh, I'm sorry, and that makes that all better. Uh, obviously, some of the mistakes that were made by previous administrations, Bush and others, um, we need to apologize for. I know that we apologize uh, for a whole lot of things, in the past when we made one decision then realized we were wrong. Uh, you know, slavery, for instance, we have definitely apologized to that. We've apologized to the Native Americans who we oppressed. Uh, so, yeah. Um, the last thing that I'd like to do is, is go by a document, which I actually have a copy of in my room here, which is the Declaration of Independence, written, as I'm sure you know, uh, by uh, Thomas Jefferson in large part, uh, who you did quote earlier. Here are a few of the, the complaints 
they have against the government. Um, the, uh, the, the man in charge uh, was quartering large bodies of armed troops against us, protected them by mock trials from punishments for any murders which they should commit. Sorry, on we're, going a little, we're going a little long here. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow, everyone, same time. I'll see you then. So long. All right. All right, thanks for coming on. Okay. So, so there's a whole bunch of these, and they include um, uh, cutting off trade with parts of the world and imposing uh, your laws on us without our consent, uh, depriving us of the trial by jury, transporting us overseas to be tried for pretend offenses. And I'd just also like to point out that that sounds a hell of a lot like what George Bush uh, and his uh, people did in Iraq for several years, invading them, running the country over there, um, and then, you know, protecting the people who weren't even in the military. They were hired contractors uh, who were just murdering innocent people. They've been protected. We brought their people across the water to Guantanamo Bay uh, against, uh, you know, trying them for pretend defenses or not trying them at all. That's, that's what this country was founded to stop, and that's what we've been doing in Iraq for six years. So why do you have a problem with leaving? Yeah. Well, we need to leave when, uh, when the job is done. Right? I mean, that's really the bottom line. But, um, yeah. But, hey, hey, thanks for quoting uh, Jefferson. I just don't agree with the context. But, um, all right, thanks for calling, uh, and I hope you uh, join us tomorrow. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Take it easy. All right, for those of you listening on podcast, uh, we went a little long. Uh, what an intense show. Good show, definitely, and I hope you join us uh, every weekday, 10 to midnight, 10 Eastern to midnight. Uh, so, tune in next time. Until next time, so long.